Alright, welcome back to another episode of Millennials Anonymous Podcast. Yes, it is your girl Lise Winnie and I'm a fucking millennial. And yes, you hear that? Mic check, mic check, one, two, one, two. You hear it? You hear it? It's fans. They're fans. Not like real fans, like only fans. I don't have like real, real fans, like like only fans, like fans. But it like actual fans going. Yeah, yeah. So I had an incident. I'm in the basement, okay? So I, I'm recording. I record in my basement. So I'm in the basement like Big Tigger, you know, in the basement like Rap City. And it must spit me a hot 16. But my pipes decided they was going to spit a hot 16 because they broke. So it bursted. It, it, so now I have water. It was water coming out of water coming out of places that water shouldn't have been coming out of. I'm just saying. And so now that's what you hear. So they're fixing it and they're trying to get the humidity out and all of that. So we're going to make it through. We're going to make it through this week. I said I'm going to record anyway. <laughs> We're going to make it through. We're going to make it. We're going to make it. And speaking of making it, we did make it. We made it a whole year on brunching. So shout out to my brunching crew. We made it a whole goddamn year. So it was brunching birthdays today. Exactly on August the 2nd was the first time that we aired an episode with me and E Digger, which was actually brunching with E Digger and Lise. But now it's just brunching. It went from E Dick brunching with E Digger and with Lise to the brunching podcast to the brunching radio show. And we did all of that in a year. Plus, we've made the top 200 Apple podcasts and entertainment on in Canada and in the US. So we did that in all under a year. So I'm excited about what we can do next because that we did all well not under a year. And in, in it well yeah under a year because we just is a year today. So I'm excited about what we can do over there at Bruncher. So shout out to my peoples for putting up with all of the craziness. Um so that's Miss Ashley the Cannabis Nurse. I absolutely love Ashley. She's amazing. Uh, the Guru and E Digger. Shout out to them uh, for rocking and rolling. We did it. You know. So make sure you like and subscribe. And you go watch the latest episode of Brunchin. We had a good time on the, the birthday show. We played some two chains. I couldn't play the whole thing. Because they were blocking. So I could only play 10 seconds. <laughs> Well, they blocked it. So I'm excited about what we're going to do over there at Brunchin. So happy birthday, Brunchin. Happy birthday. Millennials is a little bit older than Brunchin, but happy birthday, Brunchin. All right. So, yeah, my phone is going off. See, now you want to call me. I already got this other stuff, and y'all calling me now. You going to call me now? No. We got to get to these top 10 trends and topics of the week. But before I can do that, I got to give y'all a moment, okay? Because somebody called me. And I, somebody need to hear this. If you listen to this, I know it's somebody out there that need to hear this shit. Okay. So somebody called me and they had to let somebody go out of their life. And they, they had, you know, have been friends for a long time with this person or whatever. And it was like, you know, it just came to a point where I just had to let them go. Like, I feel like we were, we were distant, you know, growing apart for a while. And I just, you know, and they were feeling some kind of way about letting a person go. And I will say this. If somebody starts distancing, because this is, I have a similar situation that's happening to me now. And if somebody starts distancing themselves from you, let them go. If somebody trying to leave out your life, don't stop them. They, they trying to leave out your life for a reason. Me personally, I'm the type of person, if you start distancing, we going to just distance, baby, because I'm not going to stop you. I got too much other stuff to worry about than to keep somebody in my life that don't want to be there. So if you don't want to be in my life, go on, baby. Go, go bye let it go let it go 
because I'm I'm not going to stop you. You don't need people around you that's going to bring you down. You don't need people around you that's going to hold you back. You don't need people around you that's trying to compete with you. They the worst kind of motherfuckers ever. The motherfucker that was sitting in your face, y'all supposed to be cool and will try to compete with you. You don't need that shit. Let them go. Let them go, baby. I'm just saying, let them go about your life. That's all I'm going to say. And with that, we're going to get to these top 10 trending topics of the got dag on week alright so here go the top 10 trending topics of the week so Mr. Chad Ochocinco said that he took Viagra while he was playing at the beginning of each and every football game um and now the NFL is looking at it and they're saying, hey, maybe this was a performance enhancing drug because, you know, it constricts the blood vessels and stuff. So make it easier for you to be like getting oxygen to your body and everything. But I'm like performance enhancing. What the hell is y'all doing in the back? Are y'all recording something in the back? Is there something going on in the back we should know about? Because I'm like, listen, Mr. Ochocinco, that would be quite weird. Okay, for you to have a whole hard one in somebody's face while you sitting there talking. Um, that would be very weird. Uh, just very awkward. I don't know how you would explain that at work. Because you you are at work, sir. That's a whole work. Um, I feel that I have really just been, I feel uncomfortable knowing that. And I wonder if your teammates go back and think about it. Like, man, I was sitting next to him and that makes a lot of sense now i was wondering what he was always carrying around in his pocket and now i know and i'm like how do you run with a full heart on in a cup so is this is 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 the heart on your in your waistband is it up against your stomach um it, or did you strap it in your leg or are you we tucking is this a tuck or is this a full tuck i'm just curious to see what what happened and how you had did that but that is very weird and you should have probably just kept that kept that to yourself that as you were running in the game you probably were fucking yourself in your own butthole but that's very weird but that's fine okay that's that's very 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 fine and speaking of just keeping shit to yourself producer jw lucas if you don't know who he is you are not alone i also did not know who he is either um apparently he's worked with some people like little uzi Bird and the baby and he just went off on a full tangent and he accused brianna taylor of dating drug dealers and that if you live that lifestyle that is somewhat what you should expect now i will say mr jw lucas sir um no sir she was not dating a drug dealer ah man the guy that she was with it was not a drug dealer he did not have drug offenses so for you to be out there loud and wrong is absolutely ridiculous and like i said on brunching you can have any fucking opinion you want this is the issue that i have with people because you don't want people to have opinion he can have any goddamn opinion he want it don't make it true he is entitled to any opinion he want here's where he got me fucked up now first of all don't speak out stuff as facts when they not facts okay sir because that was your goddamn opinion you should have led with that not th these are facts let leave with that okay leave with this is my opinion and now you should face the backlash of anything that comes your way because you said that two that does not take away from what the hell happened there should be no knock warrants the police officers could have avoided everything absolutely everything that happened had they announced themselves absolutely everything 
So what we not going to do is sit here and pretend like what happened was right. Okay, Mr. Lucas. So get your Lucas ass stuff. Pack it. Get up out of hip hop. We don't need you. Go back over there to the people that probably will support what you're saying. Goodbye. Probably country. Probably a lot of people over there in the country sector. Go, go, yeah, bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. Good, get, go, bye. See you later. And speaking of somebody else who probably could be seen later, uh, Miss Jess Hilarious is back in trouble again. So this time it's because she made a comedy skit defending Tory Lanez and talking about Miss Meg the Stallion. After Meg the Stallion came out and she told everybody exactly how she felt and what happened. Or her side of the story so she's people are saying that she's canceled now it to me the skit itself wasn't it wasn't even funny even if what happened to make the stallion wasn't that serious even if it wasn't as serious as we now know it still wouldn't have been funny so that's why i'm like i'm not i'm figuring out why she did it and i wanted to win because she from b-more so bad you know with a baltimore girl i want you to win i want you to win but you keep taking these hot ass l's like why are you taking these flaming hot ass l's this is again another conversation sometimes just keep your mouth shut keep that shit to yourself you do not need to let everybody know what you thinking at all times that's all i'm saying that is all i'm saying but 34 percent of black people actually got emmy nominations this year so i guess after the oscar so white they was like nah 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 so they said this is emmy so black baby it's black as king like beyonce said by the way sidebar to a sidebar Black is King was really just the Lion King. And I'm going to talk about Black is King in a minute. Like, I'm going to do a brief review on the Black is King after we do this. But it was really just a rehash of the Lion King. Um, I just want a lot of people to know that because apparently they don't they don't know that. Um, so I just, I just kind of want people to know that. But I'll talk about that in a minute. But yes, Emmy's so Black. So shout out to people like Issa Rae. Um, you know, I've been rocking with Issa Rae since she was on Lion so I'm, it's really interesting to see someone that kind of started in this social media game and actually just blew up. It's amazing to see. So congratulations to her. And with that being said, in the words of Miss East Bright, I'm rooting for everybody black. And Trump is to ban TikTok. Yeah, y'all not going to be doing them repetitive ass dance moves in them same ass videos no more because he about to ban the shit out of TikTok. So TikTok, he's saying, is a national security concern, okay, because it's owned by China or whatever. And he's saying that they taking all of y'all little dance videos and they are compiling a little army of dance. They're going to be able to, if this is you got served, they're going to beat us because that's what's, that's what's happening because they're going to be moving. They're going to take all our moves. You know, they be real coordinated and they about to take them all. Like, this is about to go down okay in the words of kevin hart because tiktok is gonna be banned i don't really care i'm not on tiktok so i don't really give a damn i'm a little to me to me i I feel like i am a little too old for tiktok okay i know there's people on there that's my age but i feel like i am you know i'm in my 30s i'm got a little girth to my age i feel like i am a little too old for tiktok and i i don't i don't dance like that okay um, so I, I don't feel like TikTok is for me. Like, I don't, I can't tick or talk, but y'all TikTokers, okay, y'all gonna be sad when he banning. I don't even know what's gonna happen with that. And Herman Cain has passed away after a bout with COVID-19. Yes, they're saying that they believe that he may have contracted it 
while at a Trump rally in Oklahoma. Six of Trump's staffers actually also contracted the virus while on campaign with him. Now, people are making fun. I don't want to make fun of nobody when nobody passed away. But what I will say is that we ain't going to just glow, glaze over the fact that he believed that COVID-19 wasn't fucking real. We not going to glaze over the fact that he didn't want to wear a mask. This is what I'm saying. Like, what we, we not going to do is do what people usually do when people die. They be talking like, they be, oh, he was the nicest person ever. He always did for me. He was always there for me. And I was like, and I, Mm-mm. you ever been in a funeral but like whose funeral is this like you like I, I gotta get up and leave because this is not I'm, I'm clearly in the wrong I'm in the wrong place okay because this is not the person I knew have you met him did you did you know him because I'm like I that's not he ain't never they ain't never did that so what we not gonna do is pretend like that's not who he was before he died because whoever you was was when you died that's your legacy okay it's one thing for you to fuck up and then you get your life together and then you do all right but it's another thing if you just keep fucking up and you just keep fucking up and by the time you die you still fucking up when that happens that's what we going with that's what the fuck gonna be on your obituary okay that's that's it right there that that's your legacy that's it that's it right there and the university of bristol found that human sperm debut they rolling rolling they roll like playful otters as they swim a study finds that this contradicts century old beliefs that this one-sided stroke actually causes the sperm to swim in a perpetual circle and they're saying that sperm are not smart they're saying that but no sperm were smarter than that they they none of them could get their shit together they couldn't all of them just just couldn't get straight you know they, they just couldn't just could not swim straight they could not get their act together and they just be throwing that sperm in a circle they just be throwing that tail in a circle they just be just throwing it in a circle and somehow they just get just rolling like wheels on like a hot wheel track and then they get up there to the circulating to the egg i guess they get circulating to the egg and speaking of somebody who really be circulating to the egg miss kiki wyatt is pregnant again with her 11th child so congratulations to her um now it just makes me want to bust out in song. Only you knew how much I do. Don't wanna be you. Yeah, cause I just I can't. I couldn't have that many children. Now, if you can have that many, I'm not gonna tell her what to do with her with her cuda. I, I can't tell her what to do with her uterus. That's her uterus. She should be able to do whatever the hell she want with her uterus. Which, if she want to keep it occupied, let her keep it occupied. But what we not gonna sit here and do is say like everybody can be out here having 11 babies. Listen, women, listen. Everybody can't have 11 babies. If you can't pay for your own rent, ha, shake it. You can't have 11 kids, okay? You got to be able to take care of you first. She a whole singer, okay? Not a half a singer. She a whole singer. You heard her sing, right? She could sing. She a whole singer, okay? So she got a whole singer money, all right? She could afford all them goddamn kids. We, we, us, us, regular, we, we can't. We can't do that, 
okay so i don't want any of y'all getting ideas about having 11 children because everybody can't have 11 children but if she want to have 11 children over there praise god to her god bless her heart after three children i went woo actually after one i went woo but i didn't do the necessary steps to stop it from woo woo and so apparently i was woo woo and, and i had to got two more and then after the third one i say you know what I'm not having no more snip that shit okay because i'm already got one over like the man with one ball but i was like just snip that last one okay just snip it and so I, I don't need no more so they snipped it and i ain't have no more kids because that was a lot all the, the crying and the diapers the whoop praise you miss wyatt praise you and speaking of praising people jeff bezos ex-wife which I just want to call her Mackenzie Bezos, okay? We're just going to say Mackenzie Bezos. I, I, Mackenzie Bezos donated $1.7 to the HBCUs. So now she gave a little money to the black people. Good shout out to you, Miss Mackenzie. But what I will say, if you really want to help black people, you really want to help young black people, here's what you should have did with the goddamn money. Give it to the students. You know what I mean? Give it to the students so that the students can pay off the student loan. Give it to them in the form of a scholarship. Okay, so they can't just go out and blow the money. Because believe it or not, if sometimes you give people money and the motherfuckers just blow it. Like they just do. So go and make sure that you give this money. You should have gave the money to the students in the form of a scholarship. So that the students would not have student loans. So that they could go and start a business like your ex-husband. You know, I'm just saying, you know, that would have been nice. But we appreciate you, Mackenzie. We appreciate you. But next time, get, get that money to the people, directly to the people. Because sometimes, you know, even if you're giving it to an institution, whether it's black or not, it don't always filter down to the motherfuckers that need to get to. Just saying. I'm just saying. And if you get some seeds from China, uh, don't plant them. Okay. Um, because it could be the little shop of horror. All right, you could you end up with a whole little shop of horror and feed Miss Seymour in your in your house, and I would never plant. I don't know who's planting these mystery seeds because I saw that movie and it scared the shit out of me. So I was like, I don't know, especially as a kid, it was like, oh no, I, I would never, I would never plant anything that I didn't know what it was. But that sounds about white. Um, yeah, and there's a drive-through strip club in Texas. Yeah. A Texas strip club has decided that they are going to put the titties on the glass and have it roll through because they said that they can't keep the strip club closed. They can't. They can't. And they, they just said that they just bring the women outside. And when they give lap dances, they're giving lap dances on the hood, baby. You're getting some hood dances. You're going to get a hood dance. And that seems very weird that you just you just drive up and you're looking at people from the outside. Hmm. You're just looking at people outside your window. You 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 don't need, sir. You don't need to drive. Like, are you paying money to go through this drive-through? Like, how do you contain it? I'm. Just, I have so many questions. I have. I have so many questions right now. But if you must go to the strip club, <sighs> Texas got one outside. I'm. I'm just saying they got one outside. And speaking of strip clubs. P-Valley is a good show. Somebody told me about it. I didn't think I would like it because I'm like, uh, I don't know why you, why would you think I like strippers? Like, what, <laughs> what is with that? But it, the show is actually not like that. Like, it has, like, substance to it. So it's not just nudity. Because sometimes when you have shows that are about strippers and stuff, it doesn't have context. It's just 
sex. And I was like, you know, or sexual in nature, not sex, but sexual in nature. And I was like, okay, you know, let, you know, I don't mind sexual things. Like I talk about it all the time. I don't mind it. I've been to a strip club a couple of times. I don't mind it. But I was like, I don't necessarily need to sit there and just watch titties. You know what I mean? So I'm like, okay. And so I watched it and I was actually pleasantly surprised by the storyline. So the storyline is more complex than I thought. It has a little bit more detail to it. Things are not always what they seem in the show. It's not predictable. So I was like, it's very good show so far. I think this might be the next trend of things that people are watching. So make sure if you have not gotten a chance, watch Stars P Valley. And this has been your top 10 trending topics of the week. All right, let's get into these topics. I swear this... um this this noise these fan things it's, it's almost like a white noise machine y'all might not be able to hear it because i'm gonna add music to this and you know put it through some sound shit or whatever but you can definitely it, it's definitely like white noise i'm just saying uh today we, we're gonna talk about I, I guess relationships and who technically when is it okay for you to get quote unquote half Okay, and the reason why we're talking about this because a lot of people are getting divorced. I don't know if you noticed this or breaking up. I don't know if you noticed it, but a lot of people have broken up during quarantine. So we have people. Uh, some of these people have been together for tw- over twenty years. Some of these people just got together some six months. But we have a staggering list of people who just said, "Uh, uh-uh. I've been in here with you too long." You breathe too hard. You walk too heavy. I just, I don't like your face. Like, they just, it, it just didn't work out no more. And so, one of those people that actually is breaking up now or getting to a divorce is Tracy Morgan and his brand new wife. So, the interesting part about this is, this is Tracy Morgan's, I think, his second marriage. And he hasn't been married to her that long. So they've only been married about five years. So they got married after he got into that big crash with Walmart. And he he got a big settlement. So he got $90 million from Walmart. And in this post that was sent to me, the person, you know, he it actually came from Mr. E. Digger himself. He sent me the post. I had already seen that Tracy Morgan was getting divorced, but I didn't know that she was trying to get half of the 90 million now now i i do know that there wasn't a prenup i i do not believe that there was a prenup i i think this was one of those cases where the person got married and people were like oh shit you know you know you got that big money you're not gonna get a prenup and they didn't so they got this big ass house tracy morgan has all these amazing cars and stuff i love tracy morgan as a comedian like i always say i'm a stand-up girl like i i love stand-up comedians i think stand-up comedians are they're witty they're smart and for you to be able to do stand-up you have to be hella smart especially to succeed at it because you have to one read the room know your audience and you have to be able to tell a story and engage people in a way that people will follow and so i really like tracy i do like tracy's stand-up i mean i don't know him personally or whatever but i I do like tracy morgan's stand-up but i think the choice of maybe getting married and not having a prenup maybe not the smartest thing to do now what i'm not gonna sit here and do is bash her i I, because i don't know her enough to 
say anything ill about her because sometimes it's not because she's the one that actually filed for divorce so she filed for irreconcilable differences that came from her which means that some shit is going down in their relationship that we just we don't know about we haven't heard about and we just don't know she's megan wolover is her name she's 33 years old i don't know what she does i don't know what she did before she met tracy but there's a considerable age gap because tracy morgan is 51 right off the bat when the person asked me what are your thoughts on this i said well i think these older dudes need to stop marrying these younger women i i think that sometimes the age gap is too far it's too far for you to really be able to have those types of deep conversations because you're gonna be talking about some shit that happened back in the 70s and she wasn't even fucking born yet like you you it, it has to be some commonality i'm not saying that you can't date somebody that is younger or older than you i am six months older than my husband but i mean that there has to be some levels of commonality i think once you get over 20 years like when you get a 20 year age gap that's to me personally I feel like it's too far it's way too far especially you know when you're dealing with somebody who is considerably younger because they did have children because she I don't think she had any children she got with Tracy Morgan she did have a child so that's also something you have to think about when you date somebody that is so young that if they don't have children and they want children and Tracy Morgan has grown children and now he has a little kid and so she's going to get the half of the 90 million so she would get 45 million plus child support so each month until this child is what 18 and Tracy Morgan is 51 so that would make Tracy Morgan damn near 70 you know he so if I don't know about you but you know once you got grown kids it's something about just going back and having another one you know especially when it wasn't necessarily on the top of your list of shit to do like I I wouldn't before I met her I wasn't necessarily thinking about having kids until after I got with her and she needed she wanted a baby and I couldn't not you know because she didn't have any kids and so that I felt this obligation so do i feel that she deserves half i don't i can't say that she does it because they've been together for five years so she's been in there hanging in there for a considerable amount of time i don't know what type of person tracy morgan is he could be this is all i'm just saying i don't know i'm not saying i didn't hear any of this in the blogs i've not seen any of this i'm just saying but you don't know just because you like somebody as a stand-up comic doesn't necessarily mean that they a stand-up dude and so he could be an asshole he could be a complete and utter asshole he could be verbally abusive he could just be nasty he could you know it's a whole bunch of things that could happen and so i I can't speak to it because i'm not in their relationship but i will say that just because a person comes into a relationship and this is it might seem like i'm flip-flopping but trust me i'm not because i had this conversation before and I, i wasn't necessarily thinking a person should take half or whatever but when a person deals with a bunch of shit even if they're not necessarily working so let's say tracy is the breadwinner he makes a lot of money so he does she doesn't necessarily like eddie murphy says she don't necessarily have to go to macy's and bring in the check and so now you have you know 90 million and 25 dollars like she you don't she don't need to go get a part-time job as macy's to contribute to the relationship hers could be raising a daughter you know taking care of the house being a stay-at-home mom or stay-at-home wife is work 
like you know you gotta clean up you you have to make sure everything is taken care of you taking care of the bills you taking care of the kids that's work you know just because you're not going into a nine to five doesn't necessarily mean that you're not working because you don't get off like you that's it you just there especially with little kids because she got little she got a little kid so she puts in her work I think that you have to also realize that she did help him she was with him before he got in a car accident but she has she's helped him get better to take care of somebody or be a caretaker is a rough thing to do it's not easy taking care of somebody it it, that's hard we even see it when people have to take care of their parents and shit like it's very very hard thing to do so she had to take care of him when he was sick when he couldn't walk she was in hospital she was you know getting up in the middle of the night you know she had to stand by him he's been in a car accident outside of this walmart thing um i think he crashed his lamborghini or something she stood by him with that we don't know he could be a cheater he could be cheating on her because he's a he's a fucking comic a lot of the times with stand-up comics they travel and so when you travel there's always gonna be a broad a woman a girl a whomever that's there that wants to see what this comedian is about because women like funny dudes we just do it's something about even if a dude is not attractive it is something about a funny dude that women are attracted to you become more attractive if you can make us laugh and women naturally because you're already in a nightclub environment everybody's already been drinking and especially if you take a comedian not only an unknown comedian because they they get puss puss too but the bigger comedians people are really throwing themselves at them because they know one they funny right you know you funny you seem down to earth and you got fucking money and you're you're powerful women are going to throw themselves at you even more and he like i say he travels when you get, get with a dude that's used to not stick centered he's not used to being centered home that that anchor staying in a house day in and day out i'm pretty sure this quarantine has been utter pure fucking hell because it's probably very even though their house is huge you know she can go to the bowling alley they got in their house and she could stay upstairs or whatever go to the pool or the spa it's still very hard to try to be in our house with somebody that's not used to being in the fucking house so she might be putting up with some shit or on the flip side what some people are saying is that she's a gold digger i don't know that she's a gold digger because she's been in this shit for a minute because like they've only been married for five years but they've been together longer than that so they have some some years some skin in the game right so i I don't i can't say for a fact but i can all i also can't say that it's not true there are women some women out there that know what they know the game right they stay with you as long as they can so that they will know the game like i know that if i stay with you class x i will be entitled to half and so it's very possible that she stayed in this as long as she could and she was like all right i got a kid now we've been married for x amount of years or um, for amount of years i'm ready to to leave now but like i said this is the issue when you have such a big age gap this is the issue because i think sometimes you you look at people like oh she's so beautiful or he's so attractive and you don't look at it past okay what do we really have in common past the fact that this this person is beautiful or attractive what are we gonna talk about yeah it's exciting now but what happened when my knees hurt 
and this motherfucker want to go rock climbing. Like, what, what the fuck? What, 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 what about that? You know what I mean? Like, you, you gotta start thinking about that. That's why, as an, uh, I'm in my 30s now. Even if I left my husband, right? Even if we broke up, I could not date a dude that's in his early 20s because one, I, I, I can't have no more kids. I told you I got that snip snip. Had I already had one ovary left as it is. I'm walking around like you know, do one ball. I could not give him children. I would never date a guy in his early 20s because I cannot give him children. And even if I could, I don't want to have any more children. Like, I I never had a son. I always wanted three sons and I had three girls. But apparently, God did not want me to have no girls. I mean, no boys. Right? So I was like, fuck it. I don't want to. I, I hated being pregnant. I do not like being pregnant. I do not like the newborn stage. So I was like, I'm glad that my children are out of diapers. Everybody's using the toilet, you know. Once you start using the toilet, you don't want to go back to Pampers. Mm-mm. So I couldn't give him a kid. And then I started thinking about what would we, what would we talk about? Because past sex, because I'm pretty sure the sex would be banging, because that's when they in their prime. But I'm like, past sex, what are we doing? We can have a fling, but what are we doing past sex? So I could never date a dude that much younger than me. Do I think she deserves half? I, at this point, I would say yes. She's been in this this thing for the long haul. You know, it's been over probably seven years. They've been together total. She stayed with him through his sickness. She helped him through his sickness. He even said that she helped him through the sickness. I, I say give the woman half. It, it's just, it is what it is. But I will say that we all can take a sigh of relief because the next stand-up special tracy gave us is going to be dope so let's just wait for it it's coming because we will get that stand-up special and it is going to be the mostest all right let's get it pop and, and talking and i yeah when i say let me say this when i said let's get it popping i was talking to a really young person he was like 19 or 20 he laughed at me when i said let's get it popping but i'm you know i was around in the 99 and the 2000 so i'm gonna say let's get it popping i'm gonna continue to say let's get it popping until it is back in style because everything goes back around everything goes in circles and loops and laps and we because we're saying dope again that was back in the fucking 60s and 70s but we saying it again that's dope AF. They didn't say dope AF, but they would everything. That's dope. They were saying that back then. Everything comes back around. You ain't listen, young people. You don't. We used to think that too, right? Us millennials used to think that too. But there's nothing new under the sun. When we was out, this is not the next topic, by the way. But fuck it. You know, I can do what I want. When we was out back then, and we had them big, wide leg fucking pants that was real low. Which is the stupidest shit ever. When we had that shit, that wasn't new. That shit was out in the 70s. That was fucking bell bottoms back. We called them wide legs. They called them bell bottoms, right? The low rise fucking pants, which was the dumbest shit. Listen. If you if you want to see some idiotic styles of dress. Now, we used to make fun of the people in the 70s. And you make fun of people in the 90s and the 80s. But listen, you don't even have to go back that far. If you go back in the 2000s, there was some horrible dress that took place back in the 2000s. We had some of the worst clothes back in the 2000s. If you went to high school 
back in the 99 and the 2000s you remember seeing the dudes especially if you lived in a dmv area you remember seeing the dudes that had them big ass shirts on that look like nightgowns literal nightgowns like the shit went to their ankles they were walking around looking like alvin and the fucking chick monks chipmunks they were i'm not lying to you it they really was out here looking like Alvin Simon and a whole Theodore because it was they they was out here with them white fucking nightgowns on and we was and, and us women we were so stupid we was like oh he's so cute no he looked crazy to the motherfucker that that's just this no no he looked crazy that is what he he looked absolutely crazy and we was out here with these shimmery shiny ass jeans on that was just looking crazy than a bitch I remember I, I had me a pic. It was like these, 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 they were like gray, but they were not necessarily gray because they had like a sheen to it and it, and it felt weird. Like it, it felt, it, it felt like a different type of material. I knew it wasn't jean. It couldn't be jean material and it didn't breathe. It was real crispy. Like somebody had starched it and we was walking around with that or thinking that that was fucking cute. We was walking around with them low rise jeans. I couldn't wear low rise because I had a, I had a high rise stomach. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you you might have had a low rise stomach where it was flat. I had a high rise stomach, so you you couldn't have that. You know, unless I wanted to walk around looking like Winnie the Pooh. You know what I mean? Or like Peter Griffin, or you know anyone with a stomach. And it just it just wasn't working. And I always wanted to wear them stupid ass low rise jeans. I always wanted to wear them. But the shit is dumb. When you go back and look at it, like the shit is real dumb. Like you you was really borderline saying some pubes like that it was that low it was that low and then on top of wearing them low rise jeans they had the thongs that was showing so then you had the low rise jeans with the fucking thong and it it, it just when you go back and look at millennials we was we was looking like a whole fool out this bitch we really was we was round here looking like a whole fool not a half a fool not a partial fool we was looking like a whole fool out here walking in these streets it, it just it wasn't it wasn't cute at all but these low-rise jeans and stuff that shit all of it really came from the from the 70s and the 60s like we just pulled the shit and we just made it dumber you know even with the, all the ripped up shit like we I'm not gonna say we invented ripped up shit because they was doing that shit in the 80s, but in the 90s. But we really took the ripped up shit to a new level. We went all the way up. We we went to a new level because we was walking around and it was really no material. It was just ripped. It, it like that we were literally walking around with no material. It was just ripped. I remember having pants. The whole thing was ripped and it had these fucking big ass safety pins. Yeah, we had, I had pants that had like 15 safety pins in each front of each pant. Okay. And they were all just ripped the fuck. It was just ripped in safety. It, we looked a whole mess. Okay. Um, so when we see some of this foolishness that's out here now, we got to give some grace to it because it's a whole mess. But I did all of that to say that I said, get it popping. I've been talking about this for the past five minutes now. Um, not even <laughs> talking about the topic. So let me get into this fucking topic. So the next thing we're gonna talk about is the viral videos. So there's been two viral videos that have gone, one of which I posted, one I did not. 
um, that, well, one was sent to me. And somebody said, well, what is your thought on this? And the other one I saw and I posted it. And so the first viral video that I saw was about, it, it was a woman, it was a video of a woman who was washing dishes in an orange dress. And it must have been her boyfriend off to the side and he was talking to her and, and he was like, I got you a gift. And it must have been her daughter's birthday and they had just celebrated the birthday. They must have just celebrated the birthday. And it's funny because I think the video is absolutely fucking fake. I, I do. No one, no one records stuff like this. No one. And then put it on social media. Like who, who the fuck does that? But anyway. And as she's going through the bag after they celebrated the daughter's birthday, had a good day. He gives her a bottle of champagne, it looks like, or or might have been wine, um, and or sparkling wine, because really the difference is if it's domestic or local is really the difference between if it's sparkling wine and a champagne is what I was told. I don't know how true that is, but that's what I was told. If it's overseas, they call it champagne. If it's domestic, it's sparkling wine. Whatever. Um, but he gave her something, okay, in a bottle. And then she goes through the bag. He has bags and bags and bags. And eventually she gets to a letter, which he must have gone and gotten a paternity test. Because I've never had to go through this. I didn't know that you can take a child to get a paternity test, even if without the mother's consent. So you can take the child to get a paternity test. You do not need the mother's consent legally. You can go and do it. Uh, but he must have taken the child this is fake but he must have taken the child to get a paternity test or at least in my opinion I think it's fake and it showed that the child was not his and so in the video she proceeds to say oh I didn't cheat on you he was like you did I see that Anaya is not mine and you know you and your daughter need to get out by the end of the week and she was like don't do this she really loves you and he's like no you and your daughter need to get out so here's my thing about this I don't think you should stay with somebody that clearly cheated on you because somebody who's going to clearly cheat on you and then lie to you because not only did she cheat on you she lied to you about cheating on you and then she lied to you about your daughter being her being your daughter right so she knew that it's a she might not have known exactly if this child was yours or not but she knew that there was a possibility that the child might not be yours and you can't stay with a person like that because clearly she has a manipulative mind. It's not good to hold in those type of secrets. It's not good to do that. You cannot do that and you should not do that. And because you are with somebody like that that you can't trust, no, I don't think dude should have stayed with the girl. No. That is something that you can't... It, people make mistakes, right? It's nothing wrong with making a mistake. And she might not have wanted to tell him that he cheated because it's a mistake but the issue comes in when you keep living the lie okay that's when you need to reevaluate the type of person that you're with now could they work it out possibly but to me it just would be a violation of trust to me that not only did you cheat on me and there's a potential that this child is not mine you knew that and you continued on anyway because you knew i would take care of the child that's not okay okay so i don't think he necessarily could should have stayed with the girl especially if he was hurt and he didn't want to deal with her fine 
My issue is the way that he dealt with the situation at hand. Because clearly this child is three. So why would you wait three years for the child to create a bond with you, think of you as her father, and then now you're just pull out of the light? Now, the fact that you have a child that will no longer have a father and has to have this explained to her is not his fault necessarily. It's the mom's fault. Because she's the one that lied. But he is also involved in this and i think that he needed to take more a holistic approach about how this interaction with this child and to me somebody that can cut a love on and off for a child like that is problematic to me the levels of self-centeredness i understand how hurt he was but the level of self-centeredness is ridiculous you know how many people that raise children that aren't theirs all the time? It happens every day. And for you to just cut off connection with the child like a light switch, it's, that's scary to me. Because I would hope that you would still, even if you don't act in the essence of this child. Now, if he signed the birth certificate, which you talked on brunch in, he is the child's father legally. He is legally now this binding child. Now he can try to go get his birth, his name off the birth certificate, but it will be an uphill battle to try to do so. It is not easy to do that. And that is why if you are a dude and you don't, and you have doubts, you might not want to sign the birth certificate. Go get a paternity test. Don't buy the J's. Go get a paternity test so you can find out whether or not this is your child or not. Because once you sign it, you are legally liable for that child whether that child is biologically yours or not because once you sign that legal document you are saying that i am taking parental responsibility of this child that is my acknowledgement that i am taking parental responsibility for this baby okay so don't sign it if you're not sure but don't be in a child's life for three years and then jump out the child's life. I think that's irresponsible. I think he could at least, at least, even if he didn't want to stay in the child's life forever, at least be not a stable figure, but at least come in and out so he can still see her and had let the mom explain to her that that's not her father. He could even explain to her that he's not her biological father. So that she's not confused because at this point the mother she either doesn't know or she knows who the child's father is it's already going to be confusing for the child enough which is all on the mom that's the mom's fault because i feel like when he said you and your daughter need to get out i feel like that he was taking it out on the child and you can't do that the child didn't ask to be here she just here okay so that that's my take on that I still think it's fake. And the same thing with the other. It, the other video that was sent to me was a video of a wife and a mother arguing about who's going to sit up at the front of the car with the husband. Now, somebody asked, as a wife, how do you feel about this? I, it's hard for me because I absolutely love my mother-in-law. I, I do. I, I do love my mother-in-law. And I've had issues in the past, I will say, when I first came around because my husband's very quiet. He he had girls, but the way they were raised, you know, they were raised in a very strict religion. He wasn't bringing a girl to meet his mother. So she didn't know that, one, her son wasn't a virgin anymore. And then two, she didn't even know that he he had already been talking to women. 
So when he brought me around, she thought I was coming in to take her son. Like, it was like, who is this girl? She's gonna, you, cause I seem more worldly. So it was like, who is this girl? She's gonna manipulate him. She's gonna take stuff. Cause my husband was a saver. He had a couple thousand dollars in the bank by the time he was a, like 20 years old. Like he, he was stacked. He had more than a couple stacks in his bank account. And she knew this. So it was like, oh my God, he got this bitch. She coming in here. She trying to get him for his money. And da, 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 da. and I'm like, no. Because I, I, I heard a couple times, oh, did she make you get that? Did she make you do that? And I'm like, no, he did that on his own. I, I didn't make him buy anything. I didn't make him do anything. That was all on him. But she had to learn me and I had to learn her. And then over time, we became very close. So I I can't really relate in that sense, but I do know people who have a bad relationships with their mother-in-laws. That I do know. And so sometimes when you have a mama's boy and sometimes mama's boy become surrogate husbands, right? They become these surrogate husbands to their mom. Not that they're fucking, but they're there when the mother either doesn't have a boyfriend or the husband or whatever is not in the home so they become surrogate husbands they become companions they become protectors they become people that they can lean on and they know that if a woman comes in because once men start having sex with this woman that they build a bond with they're gonna it's gonna pull that attention so the attention is gonna go away from mommy and it's gonna go over here to shirley or whomever and they know that so there is a little bit of a struggle but i think in this case because we don't have enough information about where the fuck they was going or if they're going anywhere is the wife going because it's petty for her to not want the mother to sit up the front of the car if she ain't going no fucking way you know what i mean he not gonna be out here driving around like he a fucking yellow cab like i'm not sitting the fuck in the back that's dumb he not uber or lyft we i'm sitting up here with him like okay but if we are going somewhere it just is common courtesy especially in somebody else's vehicle to ask you know do you want me to sit up the front am i sitting in the back especially since this is my car he was outside in a whole do-rag so he probably didn't it probably was her car okay you know she might even pay all the bills because people who go outside in a whole do-rag that you know he might that's you know what i mean because you you leave the do-rag in the house i love a man with waves okay i love it but like we said last week ghost ride the waves i I love it but what we not going to do is be outside with the fucking wave cap on okay we just we not we not gonna be outside with the fucking wave cap on so with that being said i'm like listen listen um mommy you you needed to get in the back okay especially if this is her car and y'all are going somewhere and this was a pre-discussed thing i think it was petty for the wife to just start popping off at the mouth before they even fucking stopped the car because if i pick up my mother from her house so that i can come back and get you listen 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 bitch she ain't sitting in the back when we driving up here maybe she was gonna get out the car until you started arguing with her so we ain't gonna about to do that but the solution is that the wife could drive and i'm pretty sure if the wife is driving the mother is not going to sit next to the wife she would automatically get out so if this is your car drive your car tell your husband that you driving and then him and his mother need to have that conversation which one of y'all sitting in the front or the back that's up to y'all y'all had a conversation because i'm fucking driving so i'm sitting at the front anyway because this is my goddamn car so what y'all doing you, you tell me what you're doing um yeah but the husband is the one that needs to set the tone 
if you're the one that the connection between the mom and the wife you need to set the tone you are the one that needs to set the tone so if you see that there's tension you need to figure out why there's tension and then try your best to make sure that each one of them know i love you and i love her me loving her is not going to take away me loving you and me loving you is not going to take away me loving her i am here for both of y'all and i love both of y'all i need both of y'all y'all serve two separate purposes in my life and i need you both that's on the, the person in the middle to make that that is on the person in the middle to try to bridge the gap now it's still possible that these motherfuckers might not like each other and if that's the case don't bring the motherfuckers together that don't like each other who have not worked out the issues of why they don't like each other because it's just gonna cause tension and people outside yelling what you got on a goddamn do-rag especially the do-rag and the white tee like it was just a lot it was just a lot the wife beater yeah the wife the beater and the, the do-rag it was just too much too much all at once but as a wife that's how i feel i feel like in this particular situation the wife should drove problem solved beyonce's black is king so here's my review on it and and i actually before i even watched it i actually got in a twitter beef with some random person i don't fucking know because the shade worm they had posted i think a clip from one of the the videos and for some reason people have really been fucking hating on Beyonce doing this which is crazy because I saw a meme that was pretty much stating what I thought in my head which was when she was being very like just surface level you know perfectly perfectly y'all didn't like her then she came out and she started doing more activism then like oh I don't like that and then she went full in because you said she wasn't committing then she went full on black and y'all still don't like her like it's just like I don't think she can win because once you get to a certain level and you have fucking won people just don't like you because you won like once you on top people just will find reasons to dislike you and I feel like that's kind of what it has happened with Beyonce I think people just are finding reasons to just not like her and Jay-Z that's just just my personal opinion you don't have to believe it but with Black is King like I said in in the beginning it is the Lion King so this is the Lion King's album rehashed now there's a couple of songs I think that that are added in that aren't on the Lion King soundtrack but this is the Lion King soundtrack we're not gonna sit here and pretend and only Beyonce can resell the same shit she just sold a year ago and motherfuckers will fucking buy it like she's the only person don't nobody else try that shit she's the only person that can do that but I, I got in a Twitter beef with, with not Instagram beef I guess with this person because they called me a crazed fan or something like that um a idol worshiper or something because i actually understood the video <laughs> that she recorded and so people get mad because in their ignorance they don't understand it so if you understand it somehow it's something wrong with you and i'm like no nigga this art you know so i'm looking at this from my perspective of what i think it means plus i read an article that told me that this was the lion king songs rehashed and I also was listening to the words. So that's where I'm getting my opinion from. Not I'm a craze fan and follow everything Beyonce does. But I think that I really liked the visuals of it. It was absolutely breathtaking. And Beyonce looked phenomenal. 
by the way. Her body was on fleek. She looked phenomenal. Everything that she had on was phenomenal. Like the ensembles were phenomenal, which were all black designers, by the way, which I love the ode to black designers. I think she should do it all the time, not just in this fucking video. But it it's, was amazing. The video was amazing, and I love that she did that. I think she used black directors. Like, she really went full on you know committed to showing the greatness of what black people can do and so i really love the the visuals of it it was one of those things where it is so visually beautiful that it was it was stimulating because it was so breathtaking the movements the colors like it was all very interesting to me but the only thing that i did not care for in the video this is so this is this is where i did not care for is the fact that we had a lot of her and there's nothing wrong with it because it's her song but i feel like in some of the songs it should have been because there were certain songs where she wasn't really in it at all like they just showed black beauty and in blackness and i feel like a lot of it should have been that where it was just you know could hear her singing and maybe see a glimpse of her here and there but a lot of it should have just been to show africa black beauty blackness i would have i would have really appreciated that but I, I think a lot of the symbolism people missed a lot of the symbolism i know that at one point they said she was dressed up as an african deity um that's where the image comes from with like the bull horn hair she had uh and i i saw like she went to ghana and ghana is has one of the places where the slave trade was very heavy and a lot of people go back there because that was like the last stop that they made before they made the final passage to the United States. And I feel like that's why she chose Ghana. And then in that video, she had a, a, a image of the American flag in African colors. And it's saying like, you know, we didn't let you go. You know, we didn't forget about you. You are still us. You are still a part of us. And like when you start to see what she was doing and the imagery of what she was saying and the, the connection of it is pretty much showing like we are all connected. All black, we were interconnected. We are interwoven to Africa. Africa is within us. It is in our blood. We are, you know, kings and queens. Like one of the parts in there that she said, she was like, we were beautiful before they knew we were beautiful or they knew what beauty was. I think is what she said. And that really resonated with me. Because, like, for the longest time until recently, we didn't really see people that look like us. And I'm not even talking about black people. I'm talking about people that look like dark-skinned women playing a lead. That just happened a couple years ago. So, you're starting to see, cause, because they were threatened by our beauty, or they didn't like our beauty, they taught us to not like it. And now, the issue is... Because, you know, the, the running theme to me in this was you you don't know who you are. Who are you? Figuring out who are we as people? Who are we? Where did we come from? What, what, are, what do we believe in? That's what I was gathering from all of this. And so I think changing the perception of what beautiful is because... We are still in living a world where light skin complexions and light eyes and light hair and wavy softness is still seen as better. So I, that's why I said I wish I would have liked to have seen less of her and more of the, the beauty of, of Africa and the different 
skin tones and textures that she used it didn't necessarily have to be her but just even other women that kind of look like her but just other people i think that would have probably resonated with me a little more but that was the only thing i probably would have changed but other than that absolutely breathtaking and people i think because sometimes people look at everything has to be literal we've gotten to a place where people it has to be literal because people don't know what to believe you have to tell people exactly what to think what does this mean not how do you interpret this no nowadays people want you to tell me what does it mean i don't want to do the work or i don't know to use my own analytic mind to figure out what this means to me i need you to tell it to me because we are just pushed to believe whatever the hell is in front of us and so I think that's why a lot of people didn't get, gather it. They didn't grasp it. They didn't understand it. But if you go back and watch it, it is very, very deep. The, the connections of it in, of not just to our culture, but all cultures. Because she even, in the brown skin girl, she had, it was an Asian girl in that video if you watch it. It was, it was a, an Indian girl in there that she had. It was different brown skin girls in that video. So she actually took it and she brought it back full circle. She brought it back full circle. And that, you know, the spirit and, and God lives within you. And to show it that, I was like, it's a lot of imagery in this. That for some reason, I don't know why people didn't gather it. I don't know why people didn't want to gather it. But it was beautiful. It was absolutely breathtaking. It was beautiful. It was nice to see Jay-Z made an appearance. Um, yeah, Jay-Z made an appearance. Uh, we saw both of her daughters were in this. Her mom was in this. Kelly was in this. Uh, we had Lapita in this. We had Naomi Campbell in this. We we had a lot of people. She, she had a lot of people in this. And I also like the fact that she used a lot of African singers. That was dope. A lot of African singers or rappers uh, that she actually put them in the video. And I think also one of the things I noticed is that it kind of did follow a little bit of the storyline of The Lion King. Like some of the stuff was the same storyline of The Lion King. Like I was like, oh, okay, okay, I'm following, I'm following. Um, and I think she meant it to be that way because she kept the words in the video itself because they could have just edited that out and they didn't so i think it was supposed to somewhat follow that theme too but she was getting it the dances was good i can see a challenge coming on tiktok before he banned it i i'm i'm all there and you know me i'm in the beehive so i, I maybe i'm not the best person to ask but i really did enjoy it um will i probably watch it again maybe to try to figure out some more of the context of it but I probably am not going to be one of them ritual platinum beehive members that are going to watch this religiously. Like, that's not me. Um, no. But it was very beautiful. Uh, I loved it. I loved the imagery. I loved the message. And I think this is something that all black people should watch. Yeah, there you go. Alright, everybody. I want to... Thank you for listening and rocking and rolling with us on Millennials Anonymous. Make sure you tune in each and every Monday to hear a brand new episode. And make sure you watch our next best podcast competition. We are on episode number two. We did have a winner last week, which was Dylan and Dirt from On and Off the Field. So make sure you check them out on all major podcasting platforms. And make sure you're watching on Facebook and Instagram 
and YouTube so you can watch the next best podcast episode. Shout out to everybody that listens to us. We do appreciate you. We will be back again for another week. I was going to say each and every week. We will be back again for another week of Millennials Anonymous podcast. God willing. So thank you. Peace.